just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. You having any fun? Wow, I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's about as good as it gets right here. I mean, 
Got two of the best young quarterbacks in the league coming down to the wire in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter trading blows. And talk about Brock Purdy having his moment. Jordan Love's about, he's got a chance here to match. Realistically, need at least 25 yards. Love, pressure up the middle, runs away, throws across his body, and that is picked. 49ers have it. Greenlaw still up. He needs to get down. Greenlaw still on his feet. He's got to go down. Just go down and the go game's down. over. San Francisco takes over. Well, it was fun until it ended. But like all NFL seasons in the postseason, Andy, when it ends, it's brutal. How you doing yeah. on this Sunday morning, my friend? Well, I guess I'm doing a little better than you are. Uh, I'm not as invested in the green and gold as you are, but uh, I-, I was feeling you watching late last night. You're uh, not invested at all. You're <laughs> you were probably well, were you softly rooting for me and the Packers? Softly. Yeah, I mean, okay. I have no, you know, I have no allegiance to the 49ers, and it was it finally uh, the best game of the playoffs. It was a tremendous game. It was. It was high theater, and it was high drama. I was watching at a long time, lifelong, born and raised in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Packer fans' basement, and it was funny because after the game was over, he said, "You know, when was the last? Did it feel like this when the Redskins?" got close and I laughed I said brother we haven't been this high up the mountain since I was in college I said you don't know the thin air of this stage of the playoffs and it was so long ago that I don't really even remember it with the Redskins do you remember the thin air and the pit in your stomach and the passion and the and the agony and the glory of it all you know, I mean, it's funny. The last time that they won was the 1991 season. And that was kind of a cakewalk because they had really no contest from the Falcons and the Lions in the playoffs. And they beat the Bills really easily in the Super Bowl. So you right. didn't have that pit. Um, I would say, though, the pit was probably um, either you could look at the 1988 year or the 87 season when Joe Gibbs was down on his knees and and uh, Daryl Green had to knock the ball away from Darren Delson at the goal line you know that that part was right pit in your stomach and then the losing end of it uh, the the one that would come to mind would be the NFC championship game where they lost 17 nothing to the Giants but realistically they were never in that game but they were close I mean that was when you're one step away from the Super Bowl and you go oh my god how do you lose that game Right. That uh, that uh, 17 nothing loss, you're right. They were never really in it. Uh, the Giants just beat the living crap out of the Redskins and Jay Schrader, who walked off the wind-strewn Meadowlands field with his blonde hair flying about like Krusty the Clown. It was an 1,000-yard stare on his face because Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, and the boys had taken him to the woodshed. And the wind was so bad that day that once you flipped directions and went into the wind – you were done with even thinking about scoring at that point in the game. Yeah. I mean, Sean Lendetta was, in my mind, the MVP of that game as the punter because he just kept <laughs> pinning them back and pinning them back. And, yeah, they, they, never really, they never really got going at all offensively that day. Yeah. 
Well, the uh, it was so long ago, and you're right. I, I'd forgotten about the fact that the Redskins in '91 just moonwalked to the mm-hmm. championship, moonwalked in the regular season. Right, they were 14 and two, and rarely yep. challenged. Uh, set all kinds of records along the way, and then moonwalked in the postseason. I mean, you, you got to understand for Packer fans, the Niners have been their El Guapo these <laughs> last four postseason meetings, and now it's five. And they had them dead to rights. They were playing the Niners with tight pants, tight pants the whole night long. (laughs) Brock Purdy, he may end up being good to great. He looked like dog shit and scared. Dainty hands Purdy, I kept saying uh, as I watched it on TV. If all it takes to defeat him is a little rain and losing one, one wide receiver, then I'm sorry, I'm not exactly uh, in the Brock party right now. Well, but he, he did it at the end, and, and I, I would urge you to watch something. Um, it was an interview that was done last week by Steve Young with him. And you know, Purdy is very, very religious. And Young was asking him about why he's so calm. And essentially, he just says, it's all in the hands of God. I, you know, it's not the way I live my life, but it seems to generally work for him, don't you think? Well, I do think that there is a freeing aspect of being faithful and religious and, and turning over your life to God, whoever that God may be. And I think mm-hmm. there's plenty of examples of it out there. Doesn't always work, though, because as you know, there are some phony God squatters that learn oh. quickly, hey, probably wouldn't be a bad idea to drop into Bible study once a week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, uh, in fact, during the heyday of Joe Gibbs, there were uh, guys who weren't necessarily <laughs> as, as, as religious. They were on the fringes of organized Christianity, but boy, they started showing up for Bible study all the time, yeah. didn't they? Well, right. oh, here, here comes the coach. Here comes the coach. Right. Here comes the coach. Yeah, I brought my Bible, coach. I brought my Bible. Because <laughs> every year you squeeze out of being in this league is one more year closer to more pension and more benefits. Yep. And it's it's a it's a hell of a league. It's so it, it the river moves so fast, things change so quickly, which is another reason why I'm a little bit annoyed. And everyone who's a Packer fan is gonna grieve the way that they want to grieve about this, but uh I'm a little bit annoyed at the, oh, the future's so bright. Jordan Love's great. So many young players didn't expect anything this year. All I can think of is things change. Things happen. Injuries, God forbid, you know? It, there's no guarantee. I have really come to embrace, Andy, the every year is an individually wrapped mystery. And right. there is well, no that's... guarantee of continuity from one year toward the next. That's what Nick Saban said his key to success was. At the end of every year, he'd close the book and he'd say, it's like I'm starting a new job the following year. And that's why he continued to win year after year after year. Is He, he never, you know, never allowed himself to, to celebrate his successes. And he just moved on. That's, that's the key. Right. Well, and with the Bills who play tonight, we are recording before the games begin on a Sunday, um, the Bills thought their window was wide open, their future was bright, when they fell 13 seconds short against Kansas City, remember? And yep. every year since, until whatever they do tonight, they've gone one step backwards. You're going the wrong way. There's no guarantee that couldn't be the Packers. Now, I hope it's not, but there's just no guarantee. So to have a team uh, out over their skis, 
tight pants, scared, and dead to rights almost. I mean, Aaron Jones rips off that huge run, which I need to point out, Andy, was facilitated because the great Chase Young, remember him? Oh, yeah. Blonde dreadlocks, former number two overall pick in the NFL draft for the Washington Redskins, taken over several other potential franchise quarterbacks like Justin Herbert. That guy who was traded to the Niners got blocked again on that play by a wide receiver and a rookie wide receiver at that. There is no way a guy his size looking like an Adonis as a number two overall pick and this supposed alpha defensive end should get blocked by a wideout and yet he got owned by Dontavion Wicks that set up Aaron Rodgers to run free. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, I've got Rodgers on the brain. So, yeah, Chase Young has been a zilch for the Niners. Right, right. That, and that's why, you know, they had no problem unloading him for a third-round pick. Yet another failed high draft pick by that organization. They've had a bunch of them over the years. Yeah. So, very tough uh, and a rookie kicker. Uh, you you tweeted, texted me afterwards like, sorry about your rookie kicker. Yeah, you, well, you, you drafted him. You, you, you never draft those guys. Unless his name is Janikowski. Don't draft him. I, honestly, I would say Janikowski was not did not live up to the hype. He kicked for a long time, yeah. but he wasn't nearly as good as the hype around him. And he was what a third round draft pick, I believe. I'm not sure, but uh, there there have been a couple who've been taken in the first round, and they've been busts. Oh, uh, would you get him in the sixth round? This this guy S- sixth Wait. round. But here's the thing: they have two seventh rounders playing and playing well for them right now, DB Carrington Valentine and left tackle Rasheed Walker. They also got bonus babies in the fifth round, which is only a round or two below. So anytime you draft a kid, like the difference between a kicker you draft and a guy on the couch waiting for the phone to ring who can kick, like let's say Randy Bullock, Okay, the difference between your draft pick, who you swear is going to be the franchise kicker for a long time, and Randy Bullock, it's so small, the difference between the two. That Not only that, not only that when you draft one and he has a bad game, you go, oh, well, we spent a draft pick on him. Let's, we're let's see committed. how he plays out. Yeah, right. and that, as opposed to, okay, done, let's get the kicking caravan on, on Tuesday, right. bring in six guys, we're keeping one. Right. It's not that he just looked a little shaky. He missed more kicks this year than any other kicker in the NFL. He missed six extra points this year. Five field goals, six extra points, and he missed one in a very big spot, which didn't cost him the game because, look, they still had a four-point lead. They just needed to prevent a touchdown. They couldn't. 12 plays, 69 yards. Next thing you know, oh, shit, we're in big trouble. But here's the thing about Carlson. His brother, before him, two years prior, was drafted by the Vikings, and then he had a bad second game. Second game against the Packers, missed three field goals and an extra point. They cut him. He went to the Raiders, and he's now a Pro Bowl kicker. And so because his older brother had been through this, when when the Packers signed or when they drafted Carlson and he was looking shaky this August because he was looking shaky right away once he began kicking with a green and gold jersey, I said the phrase, hand in the fire. And I've been repeating it on the air and on social media, meaning – my hand is in the fire. I don't want to cut this guy because look what happened to his brother. We've got to stick it out with him. 
Serves me right that my hand in the fire would be a big part of why the damn season ended. Towards the last couple weeks, I said, I can't defend this guy anymore. He's no good. He's not going to be good. And now there's scar tissue from missing a huge kick. Let's move on. Yeah, no, you got to move on. And, and, you, and you get him on the rebound. You know the guy with the Falcons now? I think his name is Kim. He's the one that uh, put out this video of him with making these cockamamie kicks. You know, these he had this like crazy, like and one mixtape of not Siwoo Kim, but uh, 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 Falcons kicker, the Korean kid. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. Anyway, he so he he went to uh, the Chargers. And young he had young his, way, young way, coup. Coup, right? Coup, not what are, Kim. What do you think? You think every Korean's named Kim? Fucking. I'm sorry. Racist. I apologize God, for that. If I worse, Danny. You know, just because my good friend uh, Hojin Kim, Korean uh, dermatologist to the stars, is named Kim, doesn't mean they all are. Okay, continue. continue my mistake. Please. I made him. I made it. I made a mistake. But anyway, the point being, he he had his horrible experience with the Chargers. And then was out of football for a little while, found some kicking guru. Now he's got like the highest percentage ever. You yeah. know, I think that's what well, you well, got to go through. You got to go through with that with a kicker before you take him. Well, that's what you have to have. How about this? Let's go. If you're the Packers, go get somebody else on the rebound. Go get a rebound relationship. You know, yeah. I've had people say right. that when, when they, when they, when a, when a divorced guy ends up with a divorced woman, Mm-hmm. There is a greatly lowered expectation level <laughs> on both ends because they've both been thrown off a horse before. And I said, that's one interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah it could be the same way with kickers. Could be. Yeah, anyway, so entertaining game, tough end to it. I want to get your thoughts on Greg Olson and the A-team for Fox now. Baby KK as the promo for uh, – Andrew Cat, not Andrew Catalan, but um, uh, uh, the, 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 you mean the play-by-play guy? Yes. Yeah. Why yeah, can't? Why did I get my gun jammed on him? Uh, yeah, it's he's he's uh, well. That's the point. I think the point is that we don't know these guys like we know Bucket Aikman, and because uh, Kevin Burkhardt is his Kevin name, Burkhardt. But, yes. Okay. But, but the, the point is, is is it doesn't they get their games do boffo ratings and it doesn't matter who's doing the games well that's that's one lesson that the games are still rating insanely highly and they're doing it with announcers making a fraction of what the glory boys do like Aikman Buck and Romo etc and secondly they're good Andy like you heard the call there um he, he that was a really good call there by Burkhardt and here's what I like about Olsen even though he said last week, it's crazy to think about firing McCarthy. Then they didn't fire McCarthy, and then he did a peacock walk afterwards on Twitter, which, okay, fine, take your peacock walk. What I like about Greg Olson is this. He has the structure of a more prototypical analyst of, say, Aikman, who I think is overly structured, overly cliched, almost like a robot Aikman is. But at Mm -hmm. least Olson has that structure of, here's how you do the job, but he has that casualness of Romo, and he's right in between the two. He's right in between Aikman and Romo, in my opinion. And I think he's excellent. I really do. 
Well, he's going to be moved aside if uh, the golden boy, Tom Brady, decides he wants to collect his $37.5 million next year. Isn't that crazy that he's got that offer sitting there and he's like, eh, I'm not so sure. Well, he says he's going to do it. But oh, he I, does? Oh, yeah. He, he hasn't backed off of that. He oh, I thought said, he turned. Sure. I thought he said no. Oh, he said he needed no, he, a year, right? He needed right, right. a gap year. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he took he took this year, but he's no, he said he's he's going to do it. I mean, so far, he hasn't said he hasn't. And uh, and that was the plan all along. You take a year off and then, you know, and Olsen drops things now and then, you know, about, you know, moving aside and whatnot. So I, I think he's probably going to dang himself for the other networks. And I don't know where he would go, though. I don't know where, you know, could he go to where could he go? Could he go to NBC? Could he play Collinsworth? Maybe he could. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I think it's a good team. Did a good job. Uh, quick thoughts on the Ravens' win over the Texans. Lamar Jackson, after the first half, was tight. You're thinking, oh, my God, if this if this guy loses another playoff game, especially at home as the one seed, they'll never hear the end of it. But at the end of the day, made plays in the second half. I think the first quarterback to throw for 100, run for 100, and have a passer rating over 100, he's really, really good, and they're probably going to the Super Bowl. Their defense is awesome. It's just awesome. I mean, they, they gave up 10 in the first half, but seven was on a punt return. And they, they, they Texans stopped. couldn't they, run. Dex, they yeah, could they not run. run. They made them one-dimensional. Right. right, and if they play San Francisco, I mean, I, I think they're, they're going to have – they've already beaten them badly once. Um, they, they look like an unbeatable team right now. They, they, this may be the best Ravens team ever. I'm, you know, the other two won Super Bowls. I get that. But uh, t- offense and defense, because remember, the first Ravens Super Bowl team, their offense wasn't much at all. Their defense was incredible. Right. The second one, the offense was pretty good. The defense was great. Um, although Ray Lewis was, you know, he playing with one arm and at the end of his run. This team is young, and it is good on both sides of the ball. I mean, I, and they have the best kicker of all time. I, I don't, you know, they, the only team that can beat them is them, I think, right yeah. now. Yeah, and kudos to the media gatekeepers who last week tried to did tried and did edit out C.J. Stroud's thanking of uh, Jesus Christ and you know his faith. Cut that out of some of their uh, clips of him after the game with Catherine Tappen to uh, keep the clips in of John Harbaugh also proclaiming his faith. You know, we got God and, and the Bible breaking out left and right. Andy. I hope that yeah, doesn't make better. you nervous as a Jew read a Bible verse to, to open his news conference last night. He claimed it was something that somebody sent him, but you know, uh, I mean, it's, I, I like, it's not as bad as Ray things. Lewis talking about it. You know, not that Ray Lewis wasn't religious, but you know, uh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He's like, okay, Ray. it's worse for the head coach. It is really, I think it's, yeah, I, I think so. You don't want the head they, coach proselytizing. No, I mean, and, and, and I, I was around two coaches who were incredibly religious in Tom Landry and Joe Gibbs, but I don't remember them doing that with the media. I don't okay. remember doing what, what John Harbaugh so did. So you believe in separation of coaches' religion and state and football, because not coach, necessarily coach, players. Coach is responsible for 53 players. The player is responsible for the play. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. That it, you know what? That makes perfect sense. I'm down with that. That's cool. That's cool. All right. If a if one of your friends were to offer you a ticket to go to the Ravens championship game against the winner of tonight's Bills Chiefs game, would you go? A and B. What would you wear? And how hard would you root for the Ravens? No, I would root for the Ravens. Um, I would. Would you go? go? 
I would go because it's supposed to be reasonably, you know, <laughs> like it's 50s instead of, you know, <laughs> wind chills below zero. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think I would go to that. You, you would know. go. All right. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, look, it's a it's a, ch- a championship game. Yeah. I mean, to be in yeah. attendance for an NFC or AFC championship game is no small thing. Right. right. I, I, as a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever been to an NFC or AFC championship game. Been to multiple Super Bowls. Would playoff you, games. Would you and you would wear Ravens gear? Uh, I would not wear a jersey, but a jacket. Uh, I, I don't own any Ravens gear. So if somebody it, said, "I've got a Ravens puffy coat. Do you want it? It's nice and warm. It's got a big old crow right there it, on the chest. Would you if, wear it?" If the, if the condition of the ticket was to wear Ravens <laughs> gear, I would, but I would not wear a jersey. Okay, where do you stand then on someone who's a lifelong Lions fan, Detroiter, Michiganer? Uh, and he wears a Vikings T-shirt to a game in Minnesota because his girlfriend he's dating now is a Vikings fan. Okay, well, that that should be a warning sign to him that if that is an insistence of the girlfriend, no. this will be a problem down the road. No, she did not insist. She's a lovely woman, but he decided okay. to cape up for the home team just in case. Yeah, well, I mean, Lions, <laughs> especially in a year your team is good, I don't know. You know, like, because my team has been bad for so long, I don't even think of them in the playoff, you know, conversation. So right. going to a Ravens championship game really wouldn't be an issue for me. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, playoffs, how do you like Jim Mora now making a little bit of money off his viral rant with Kevin Hart and the FanDuel ad? Why not? You know, I mean, he 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 was a. Uh, I thought he he did a good job as an analyst after he left. You know, uh, coaching, and uh, you know, you make a little money making fun of yourself. It's okay. I, I don't have a problem with that. He briefly did hits for Fox Sports Radio, mm-hmm. and he did some hits with our show. And I'll never forget. He was and is a cranky son of a bitch to deal with. Really. On, on an off-the-air basis, a 100%. Like, Jim Morris Sr.'s crankiness is no act, my friends. I can tell you that right now. I met him once, you know, off the air, and he seemed fine. I never had to deal with him on a professional oh. basis, so oh, yeah, might no. be different. No, he, he, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mora is on one today. Step gingerly on that front. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Okay, let's get to the good stuff. Robert Griffin III and Jay Gruden, Andy. This was quite the spat that entertained us early last week. For those not paying attention, during the, I forget which game it was, Jay Gruden. Eagles. Eagles Eagles game. game. Uh, During the Monday night game, uh, Eagles are getting hammered, blitzed into oblivion. Jalen Hurts is running for his life. And Jay Gruden said, man, if I ever did that to any one of my quarterbacks, I'm sorry. 
Well then, who pops up like a groundhog or some kind of you know uh, prairie dog on the Kansas plains? Thirty minutes later, thirty minutes later, right? With a overly dramatic photo of him in glasses, pulling the glasses down and staring into the camera like, "I'm sorry, what?" As if Jay Gruden had left RG3 out to dry with subpar protections, and then we were off and running from there, Andy. Yep, yep. And then uh, then Gruden said something like, um, you know, uh, you weren't prepared, Robert, question mark. And then RG3 responded with, uh, you said you never coached a quarterback who could run and throw like me. And then things, you know, kind of ramped up to the point where I uh, forget exactly what RG3 said. I have well, to at this point, there is, you know, there's gunfire going off from all the hills yeah. like it's a spaghetti western. Pew, 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 pew. Right. There's a shootout at this point. Athletes and other people weighing in, taking sides on this. Uh, it was at that point that, of course, Robert, because he is the most shameless click whore I have seen in a long time. He wants oh, all the anything attention about himself. A- all any, the attention. Yeah. Moth to the flame. Anytime he sees something, he's got to insert himself in. Right. So uh, he then on his podcast says, here's what happened when Jay Gruden threw me under the bus, his words, after a bad loss. And I had said, we all have to play better because this quarterback, and he would name names like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and others, Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to play well if everyone doesn't play well. And I remember you and I just losing our shit hearing this going, can you believe this guy is actually putting his fucking name in the mouth of these other Hall of Famers? And then Robert said on his podcast it was because Jay told him to say that at the presser as the leader of the team. That's a lie. I don't believe that. I don't no believe it would, either. No coach would say to his quarterback, you need to throw your teammates under the bus in front of the media. It would not happen. And and I know with that coach, it wouldn't happen. It, it just it just did not happen. And then he whined about the fact that Gruden lit him up in front of the team, which I wonder if, you know, that may be a common thing that happens from time to time. I mean, from what I understand, he was lighting up the whole team at the same time. He happened to hurt Robert's feelings when he said that. But, you know, to, to, to say that, the, that he said specifically that Gruden lied and then threw him under the bus in front of his teammates. Right. So I don't believe. And then then it got to the point where Gruden suddenly realized, OK, I can't win this. Also, Griffin invited him to come on his podcast. Of well, course. And, and that's not going to happen because what would happen is he would edit it very carefully. Right. And you wouldn't hear, though, I would I would love to hear a live conversation between the two of them love to hear that right it was it was such a joke the two of them going back and forth first of all robert's an idiot because he ran shanahan and that incredible roster of assistants that we keep seeing the goddamn staff photo from all the time right with yeah. shanahan jr and mcveigh and lafleur and, and mcdaniel ran them all out because he didn't like that he thought shanahan had turned on him and didn't trust him to be a pocket passer which he wasn't and never was okay. Remember the dad, the dad. Oh who said, yeah, the dad. These plays are unacceptable. He said, you know, about the fifty. Well, he series. also said, he also said, show me a running quarterback, I'll show you a loser. Yeah. Uh, look what, look what's still Lamar's alive. doing. I know, right now. I know. They, they all can run, <laughs> and if you can't run now, you can't play. Ex- so right. So, 
that, so that was just right. So yeah. what Robert failed to realize was once you run out the guy that at least somewhat had your back and was tied to you, Shanahan, you get a new guy in, and the new guy right. doesn't give a shit about you because he didn't draft you. So you're no, not his was, guy. He, though, 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 that coach, that coach got his opportunity when he said to the owner, "Yeah, I think I can fix Rob." Of course. Well, that's what they all say. Like right. we've, we've dealt with this with program directors, where they'll say remember, nice things remember, about the existing talent at a radio station, and as soon as they get in there, they go about working to undermine and or run out whoever they can run out to bring in their own guys, because it it, it not only brings in their friends or guys they like better, but guys that are going to be beholden to them because they got them a job and it resets the clock on ratings expectations it's a win-win-win in our business for for program directors so you gotta watch out for them do you remember that off season before gruden came in where griffin was hashtag this hashtag that and it was hashtag the movement where he said jay is going to let us call our own plays yeah. Oh, I don't and, even remember that. Oh, yeah. Look that up. And then, and, and Gruden, in one of his early interviews, said, oh, no, we could never turn Robert into a pocket passer. And then a few days later, he did an interview with Peter King where he said, well, you got to be a pocket passer to play in the NFL. Clearly, the Griffin camp had gotten to him and said, you're going to turn him into a pocket passer. He wants to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had so I had somebody uh, well I, not somebody I had uh, John John Kuhn ask me I'd love to get your thoughts on this Griffin uh, Jay Gruden thing because you know he's a football guy and he was wondering you know what was the real inside and I just said to him I go they're two clowns drunk in the street fighting in their clown suits right now I said right. neither one is a serious or respected person for anyone who had to live through their tenures as coach the only reason jay had a splash of success the only reason was kirk cousins that's it one year kirk one year kirk and and deshaun jackson lit it up and they won 10 games hey how about that otherwise jay gruden is a sloppy drunken midwit who was lazy and did not do a great job and robert is a delusional click whore who left his bride and baby daughter for his estonian sprinter girl model girlfriend right. well, wife and now he's now he has more girls with her with right her. But, right so they're uh, douchebags they're two of them like you can't even yeah. score that fight in my opinion you can't you can't accept that that griffin had the backing of the idiot owner yes and, i also and, explained and, that i said he went to the correspondence dinner at the white house with the owner and that's incredible juice right and that and that's where you know whatever you want to say about jay you need to have an owner who says to the player uh, he's your coach you go talk to him right. and he didn't do that you know that right. that didn't happen under the under the dan snyder you know celebrate celebrity uh, celebrity way of doing business yeah well it ended with Gruden saying and this was a real kill shot look the Browns didn't want you the Ravens didn't want you you weren't good enough stop blaming me and that is the truest most straight to the head kill shot you can make because Griffin is only what 34 35 well that's another thing he keeps saying he he said in, in in one of his tweet responses to Gruden hey I'm retired now come on my show Every other show that he goes on, he tells you he was on Dan Patrick like a month ago. Begging for a gig. Begging for a gig. And then at one point, Patrick said to him, well, you know, you had world-class speed. And Griffin starts to answer and he goes, oh, by the way, Dan, 
thanks for saying I had world-class speed. And Dan said, do you still have it? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fairly unprecedented for a 33-year-old former number two overall pick who won rookie of the year, who was in very fit shape to be unemployed. It's unusual. Not unheard of, but unusual. It means that he and everything he's about has been rejected in the league and that the teams who have had the experience have passed notes to everybody as to what they might expect. Right? He's also also been going around saying that the greatest thrill of his career – and he had a great rookie year. He did. Oh, yeah. The greatest thrill was not that when he had 20 touchdowns and only five interceptions and he ran for 850 yards. Had the greatest rookie quarterback year in history. He said the greatest thrill of his career was mentoring Lamar Jackson to become the player that he is while he was his backup in Baltimore. I haven't heard the oh, words Robert Griffin III pass the lips of Lamar Jackson God. since since he's been saying that. So, you know, because he saw, again, lost to the flame. Hey, Lamar Jackson's going to win another MVP. Let me take some credit for that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The more I hear and the more I see of Lamar, the more I like. He is the most humble, low-key, chill guy. He doesn't come across like any great orator, right? You know, he's he's very very, uh, colloquial in just how he is, but there's a humility towards him and sort of like a – I'm not worried about it with him to the point where he didn't have an agent when he probably should have, and he still ended up getting his money. But, man, he had to fight tooth and nail for it, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the the other owners, were I'm sure they were texting Bashadi. do not give him guaranteed money. Don't give him guaranteed money. Don't cave just, in. Just and- because it sets a precedent. Like, right. if it was just me, I think he is so far removed from the type of guy Deshaun Watson is. I, as an owner, would have no qualms about giving Lamar guaranteed money because I think he's just about football. That's it. Yes, that's all he's about. That that's true, but it, but I it, could be you, wrong. I've been wrong in the past. <laughs> and you and 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 unfortunately, in the NFL, you are one major injury away from the end of your career. It's just a fact of life, and the other owners don't want that. They don't want to be on the hook for the guaranteed money, right, so right. they're fighting it. Well. Um, I would end with this, and there's really there's no need to go too deep into it because I feel like this story is, oh, you know, remember Aunt Gertrude? Yeah, what what's up? Uh, she was 106, and she finally passed away in hospice care. That's mm. Sports Illustrated to me. Sports mm. Illustrated's Friday mass firing of whatever writers they still have left was unfortunate, but I had a, I had felt like SI died years ago, Andy. It, it did. It, it it died in what it was. It was uh, would be, before you had the internet. Uh, it would come in your mailbox every Thursday. You look forward to it. There were great feature stories like you can find on the internet every day now. Um, there were incredible pictures which you didn't get like on your television, and now you can get on your phone. Uh, so it was it was something that you could absorb as a sports fan, especially somebody my age, that you couldn't get anywhere else. And over the years, you're right. I mean, it is it is faded and faded. First, it became biweekly, then it became monthly. Then you can't find it. You can't even find a way to subscribe to it. Um, they they tried over the years. At one point, they tried to do like TV, kind of sort of be like ESPN, but that that went away pretty quickly. 
the website is pretty good. I mean, there's still some good writers on there, like Tom Verducci on baseball. And, uh, there's Pat Forty on college sports. But the reality is they were, you know, mismanaged, as, as a lot of these things are. People strip mine them and, you know, leave what's left. And so they're, they're really, as you're right, there really wasn't much to kill at that point. It was, it was just sort of on life support as it was. Yeah. All right. Well, Andy, pour one out. Uh, things used to be different. I'd say they used to be better, but then again, there's no stopping progress, so we just have to keep on sailing into the open ocean of the future and deal with what comes. Enjoy the games today, and we will talk next week. All right, Zach. All right, see you, buddy. There you go. So much more to add about the SI thing. I sent a clap out going, yeah, remember ESPN, the magazine? With its inconvenient size and shitty writers and stupid lame covers. Nobody shed a tear when that dumpster went under. Of course, Andy had to say, well, they did get so-and-so. They got Peter Gammons. And they got, you know, uh, I forget somebody else. Oh, yeah, Chris Mortensen. (laughs) I'm like, give me a Frank DeFord. Give me a Curry Kirkpatrick. Give me a Alexander Wolfe. Give me a, a William Knack. I mean, the great writers of the day. The real problem, what killed SI? I'll tell you what killed SI. You ready? Go find a mirror. Look into it. You and me. We stopped reading and paying for intelligent, long-form sports media. Writing, at least, for sure. Think about that one as we close out the show today. All right, thanks for listening and, of course, being a loyal ZabeCast listener. Do tell a friend to help keep it growing. I appreciate all the word of mouth to spread the word. Hey, here's a good podcast. You should listen to it. Smart. It's for people with brains, okay? And uh, if you want to subscribe on Fridays, it's 5 bucks a month. Cancel any time. Subscribe for a year. Get 12 months for the price of 11 Go to Zabe.com slash premium. Enjoy, enjoy, people. Have a good Monday, and we'll be back tomorrow to break down the Sunday games as we're down to the Final Four in the National Football League. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the Betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus 
wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 